When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. When people think of bourbon, Wisconsin typically isn't the first state that comes to mind, yet right here in Wisconsin, we have a bourbon distillery in the form of J. Henry & Sons located just north of Madison in the town of Dane. Coming to you from the southern end of a world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Nate Zimdar speaking with founder Joe Henry about how he got started with distilling bourbon and also the process that goes into it, specifically with the corn that they raise that is needed to make bourbon what it is. Joe, can you tell me what inspired you in the first place to make bourbon? I guess inspiration came from a trip that my wife and I went down to Kentucky about 2006 or 7 and did a visit of a lot of the larger distilleries down there and I liked bourbon before that time and kind of got the bug while we were down there. So that's the short story. What did you have to implement on the farm in terms of infrastructure to start making that bourbon? Well, fortunately, at that time, we had a barn that wasn't being used, so that was the natural place for the rickhouse to store. Rickhouses where barrels are stored and aged. And also, obviously, we have the capability of raising corn, wheat, and rye, which are all ingredients in our bourbon, which is a four-grain rye, including barley malt, which we get from Breeze out of Chilton, Wisconsin. So we can raise all the crops that go into our bourbon, and we have a great, strong relationship with the University of Wisconsin Ag Department. Back in the day, they actually developed all the varieties of small grains, the wheat and the rye, and even the corn that uh, we're using for our bourbon. So with that, and my wife's skills with marketing and sales and also my son Joe he's great and then my uh, youngest son Jack there's a lot of talent there so I felt comfortable that once we made the stuff the key of course is to sell it so that was uh, the idea. What is unique about the red heirloom corn that you guys use to make your bourbon? That is kind of an interesting story. That hybrid was actually developed by the University of Wisconsin Corn Breeding Program back in the 1950s. It was a very popular hybrid back in the day. A lot of it was used by the dairy farmers because it was a great grain corn, but is primarily a silage corn, but it worked well as a grain. If a farmer had more silage than he needed, he could harvest it as grain as well. So that was a very popular hybrid. My father raised it uh, when I was a kid. So I remember these big, huge red ears coming out of the out of the fields during harvest, and it's a very pretty hybrid because of the red color. So I just thought that was a great idea to try to make bourbon out of it. It's kind of a great memory of my childhood and to continue that on I thought it would be a really cool idea. It's not used at all in the commercial. No farmer would raise it today because it's not 100 bushel an acre is about what you get and of course double that with a new commercial hybrid. Does the corn need to be harvested differently for bourbon use, or is it essentially the same as anybody who's doing corn silage or seed corn? Well, the way we do it is substantially different. We're in the hybrid seed corn business, and we raise hybrid seed corn every year, and we still do. My dad bought this farm in 1946, and he was a hybrid seed corn farmer at that time. And so we've been raising hybrid seed corn ever since. So all of our corn, wheat, and rye are raised as if they were going to be used for seed. So that's a difference, especially with corn production, because we harvest our bourbon corn, the red corn, as if it was going to be used for seed, which means it's harvested on the ear, it's dried on the ear, very gently in our seed corn dryers at 
very low temperatures like body temperature, 98 degrees, for about three or four days and reverse the airflow in the dryers. But because we're raising all of our grains as if they were seed, it's very, very high quality. It's not the typical number two yellow corn by any means. So I think that's really helps our quality of bourbon is because the base ingredients are of such high quality. Once you harvest the corn, how do you go about processing that corn into bourbon? It's very similar to seed production as well. So we bring it in, dry it, as I said, with low heat, and that takes usually about three to four days. And then we put it in storage until we're ready to bring it into our seed conditioning tower, and we clean it, run it over our gravity tables, and bag it. And we do that with the rye and the wheat as well. That's the main difference, and it's a really high-quality product. So is everything that you're doing to make the bourbon done on site? And if so, has that always been the case, or is that only a recent development? Well, we kind of went about this a little bit different than a lot of the craft distillers start out. Obviously, we have a farm, so we do all the production of the corn, wheat, and the rye. And because we wanted to age our finished product for at least five years, it didn't make a lot of sense for us to build a multi-million dollar distillery and then sit on aging product for five years without any cash flow for it. As farmers, as you know, we're very used to having custom work done for you, field work, combining, harvesting, whatever. And so we found a very good distiller in Wisconsin, and what we do is we ship him all of our grains. He does our distillation. We bring back the uh, new make and then barrel it up here and then do all the aging here in our rickhouses. That takes about five to six years, typically, before we can bottle it. Now we have our own bottling line that's in place, and hopefully we'll have that thing going by January. So we'll slowly but gradually bringing in as much things as we can control without kind of getting over leveraged. You said it's about five to six years to make bourbon from field to bottle. Is that pretty standard, or does it maybe vary depending on the type of bourbon you're trying to make? A lot of craft distillers don't age that long. We made that our priority to do that. So it's just an extra step that we do. Bourbon has to be aged in new charred oak barrels. Ironically, there's no federal law that says how long you have to age it. We chose five years as kind of the starting point. But we are holding back bourbon for even six, seven, eight, ten years. I think we're scheduled to have a ten-year-old release next year. So that'll be a a big milestone for us. But it's very time-consuming. We season our wood for 18 months before the wood even goes to our cooperage. They make the barrels, and then they ship them to us, and we fill them. By the time you get the corn and the wheat and the rye harvested, even for a five-year-old bourbon, it takes six years, extra year, to get your barrels and all that stuff in line. So it's a very time-intensive project. When you first began this journey, did you wait five years, or did you open before some of that bourbon might have been finished? No, I mean, that was the whole goal, not to do that. We compete with some very good distilleries down in Kentucky, and they make some good juice. So that's our competition. When we released our brand, we wanted to be better than what they're putting out. So five years is the minimum age we felt comfortable with. So I think that's when bourbon kind of gets into its, and then it does continue to get better. It doesn't necessarily get better after say, seven or ten years. So you have to kind of watch the uh, how it ages in the barrels. All the barrels are a little bit different. Roughly how many bottles a year are you making? For barrels, we're putting up about 1,500 barrels a year. A barrel is about 53 gallons when you fill it. 
So if you do the math, you're going to look at, say, 250, 270 bottles, depending on the product and depending on how it's proofed. Roughly, how much corn do you devote to making your bourbon every single year? Ironically, it doesn't take that much. You'd be surprised. We farm about 2,000 acres, and well over half of that is seed corn production. We raise about, I would say, 80 acres of corn and 30 to 40 acres of wheat and rye a year for the bourbon side. You had mentioned that there are other distillers in Wisconsin who do make bourbon, yet are you the only distiller or the only facility like what you have right now that offers the straight from the field to the bourbon? Yeah, I would say we're pretty unique. I mean, I'm 99% sure that there isn't anyone out there in Wisconsin, at least, that's growing and producing, for sure not harvesting it and treating the crop as we do as seed. And I know there's no one doing that. Do you have future plans to expand production at this point in time? Well, yeah, it's just a matter of now we finally have enough bourbon to kind of support the market. We've been a little bit shy of that in the past. We're hoping that we can continue to grow. Yeah, of course, that means more sales. We're in three states now, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Minnesota. And now for the first time, Illinois in Minnesota, we can actually we'll have product that we can kind of support those states. So, yeah, we're going to take care of Wisconsin first and then take care of Illinois and Minnesota, and then hopefully it continues. Is there anything else that you would like to share, Joe? Thank you for coming out here and giving us an opportunity to kind of tell our story. Bourbon making is a unique to Wisconsin process, but it is certainly not unique to this country. J. Henry and Sons has a good thing going on as far as raising their own corn and then turning that into bourbon for everyone, not just in Wisconsin, but in other nearby states to enjoy. Coming to you from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Nate Zimdars.